0: Today's the day. Thanks for showing up. I'm Alison Shuhazi, a super fan of energy work and engaging the intuition. My career has spanned many genres, bringing me to become an intuitive coach and Reiki master. I continue to collect a bundle of pivotal moments whispers of wisdom and funny stories that have helped keep me real along this journey. I hope that this podcast will ignite a spark within you to connect with your intuition and your whispers of wisdom. So get ready because it's time to shift today with me, Allison. Hello, hello, and welcome back. I hope everyone is having a sunny day today no matter where you are. Some days, even in the gloom, we need to just allow some sunshine to come into our life. Well, recently, I have had a flood of reveals and releases and epiphanies just coming to me and coming to me. And it's all around awareness, fascinating. So I'm going with it. You know, for instance, like I typically post on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, my podcast and and life happens and things happen. And here I am, I'm going with the flow and I'm recording later than normal and posting later than normal. And you know what, it's okay, because it doesn't mean you're just going to pick this up on Tuesday, you might be picking it up on a different day. So and welcome, welcome to shift today with Allison. I'm really happy that you're here. So again with all those floods of reveals and releases and epiphanies that have been coming to me lately about awareness I just I want to share some of these things that I have been writing lately so one thing is is you only know what you know right I mean that goes along with I became aware because I became aware because I'm pausing and listening and paying attention. And whoo on these walks lately, I'm back to walking almost three miles a day. And it feels so good. But whew, floods and floods of information have been coming in. How about this growth comes by engaging with others and listening to what they know. It doesn't mean that you need to follow their path and do what they say. But you can gain some knowledge. Just for instance, like back when my son is going to be 10 years old here in June, which is just wow, amazing. But I remember when I was pregnant, and everybody has a story. Everybody has advice. Uh, same thing if you're getting married, right? You know, everyone has something to share. And a lot of times it really is they want to reminisce. And you, for some women with the pregnancies, they want to feel that pain again. I don't know. But... um what I did with all, whenever somebody wants to give me advice on, on something, what I do is I soak it all in. I soak in what everybody wants to say. And at the end of the day, I'm going to do what's best for me and my family. So, but I do enjoy, you know, just engaging with others and, and gaining their knowledge of what they know. Uh, one thing I do know is the best mentors are engaged mentees meaning they were the mentees as well. And I have been so fortunate in my time to have some amazing mentors, not just family mentors, but a school mentors. I had amazing work mentors. Um, it's, just, it's just been a, a great journey. And I'm very, very fortunate to have as many mentors and be the mentee myself because that means I'm really engaged and I'm gaining new things. Um, But I have to say, one thing along this process, because, you know, awakening a journey and really becoming into yourself um, and engaging your abilities, uh, there's one thing in my life um, that really annoys me. (laughs) It's a know it all, right? And I just recently sat with that. I'm like, why does that? annoy why does a know-it-all annoy me so much well because i used to be one myself right i think everybody is a know-it-all at some time in their life whether it's a kid or your teenager or your whatever your journey is Well, and I can tell you that I've kind of figured some stuff out because there was a time in my life when I was so desperate to be heard that I felt like I had to know it all. I felt like I had to be it all and do it all. Like I had to be everything for everyone all the time, right? Well, recently I've been triggered by people in my life who act the same way I once did. And I realize now why. I thought for a while that I was they were I was brought into their life to help show them that it's selfless it's really selfish and lonely to be that way. At least that's what I felt. Maybe it isn't for them. I don't know. Maybe it's fulfilling. I thought it was fulfilling, but it wasn't because I was always empty at the end of the moment like I would end up getting sick or frustrated or annoyed or whatever. But now I realized that they have been brought onto my path to remind me that I need to be that way. And I needed to be that way. I had to be that way. I had to go through that so that I could become more aware. And it took me a while, but here I am. I've become a lot more aware and I needed to be that way. And I have to let them be that way because that's their journey, right? Well, I think I've mentioned in the past episodes that I occasionally reread my journals when I'm trying to find something as a reference because I remember writing something on a certain day, year two, three, five, ten years ago, and I like to go back and, and reference those moments, right? Because I know there's a lesson that I'm supposed to be paying attention to. Well, I just came across a piece I wrote and I thought it fit perfectly with the discomfort of becoming aware of myself. And I thought you might connect with this piece too. So here it goes. And I wrote this, it was last summer, 2019. So it's only a year old, which really isn't that old, but it's huge epiphany for all this awareness that's happening right now in my life. And I thought, well, maybe it'll, it'll connect with you. So here goes. So I wrote, I'm feeling an enormous shift once again, but I also feel myself fighting the shift because it's been hard to go deep and be open when I'm surrounded by others' energy, because it's the life of an empath. Now, being an empath means I pick up on the mental, emotional, and physical state of another person, and I can feel your energy. I can feel your feels. Like it's it's crazy, but I've definitely learned a lot about being an empath. And it's for sure what it is. Well, wow, it feels good when I can acknowledge this to myself now. I need to learn how to build boundaries but yet be flexi- be flexible for those who need me. Not an easy task. But when I'm going through a shift, Discomfort is brought to the forefront with new lessons on how to deal with situations in a non-reactive, positive, compassionate, and honest way. One lesson I'm noticing is that I struggle internally with when a decision I've made makes others feel uncomfortable. Okay, I'm going to stop here. Now, doesn't that, does that resonate with anyone I mean, how many times do we not choose something we want to do, we want to have, we want to go, whatever, because it's going to make someone else uncomfortable, whether it's our kids or our husband or our parents in the past or whatever, it's going to make you feel uncomfortable. So I am not going to do that. I, I know for me, that's happened. Although I'm aware that it is not up to me to make others happy, and they're in charge of their actions and behaviors. Kind of deep, but very prevalent. Okay, back to my writing. Now a le- another lesson that has been bubbling is being around people who are looping their unhappiness. Ooh, cuz I know I've done it myself. Again, I feel their feels, but they're also verbally trying to convince themselves and everyone else that they are good, they're happy, I'm stable, I'm a stable person. But their surroundings are causing them such distress that they can't get off the negative highway. Okay, again, I'm going to chime in here. Now I know like I can 100% relate to this behavior. And I'm pretty sure most of you can too. I have completely done this to myself in the past. All right, back to my writing. Now, when I moved to South Carolina to be with the love of my life, I felt the highest of the highs emotionally. Yet I moved into the most unwelcoming surroundings that I did not know existed. I knew I was kind, loving, generous, compassionate, and a creative person. Yet I moved to an environment where I was treated as if I was a homewrecker And granted, my husband had been divorced for many years before I met him. And I was treated as an outsider because I wasn't from the South. Now I'm going to tell a little story in here. I remember when I got one of my jobs um, there, I went around, I was on the management team and I went around to meet the other managers when I first started. And I will never forget this. A man said to me, he said, you know, I went and introduced myself and just wanted to know how in marketing communications we could help their sales department. And he said, no, honey, I just need to ask you, what are you doing here? Why would you move here from Colorado? Like you're Yankee. You're from the North. What are you doing here in the South? Seriously. I like, that is a real honest to God conversation that happened. (laughs) And I sat there and I was, I don't honestly remember what my response was. I was dumbfounded. Seriously. So, anyway, okay, let's go back to my writing. Okay, it wasn't from South. I completely, now here's back to my writing. I felt completely mis- misunderstood. And over time, I became resentful. And yet, knowing that deep down, I was still the me that I remembered, I began to build a fortress around myself and the walls were conflicting. All the walls I was building were conflicting. Here's some of the thoughts. I wasn't a homeworker. I wasn't trying to take anyone away from anyone else. I am a strong woman. I'm a genuine person. I'm emotional. I am a team player. I'm full of love and compassion. I'm honest and I'm creative. Amongst the angst that I lived through during the 10 years in South Carolina, there were also many bright spots or windows in the walls that brought in some of the sunshine. I had formed unprecedented love for my husband, who is amazing. If I haven't said that before, which I think I have, because he's fantastic. I have a beautiful relationship with my mother-in-law, who I love dearly. I have a grieving relationship with Dave's son, that I wasn't allowed to form a stronger bond with him. I gave birth to two sons who I continue to open my eyes each day to all the shoulds that we're releasing as a family. I became aware of the truth behind the statement, you don't know what you don't know. I became aware that blood isn't thicker than water, and just because you marry someone in their family doesn't necessarily mean that they absorb you as their family. I became aware that a physical place holds energy and it is real, and it isn't always conducive to all. I became aware that I can let go of relationships that are one-sided. I became aware that my partner's relationships don't have to be my relationships. Just because he's friends with someone doesn't mean I have to be friends with someone. I became aware that good people give birth to troubled children and good children come from troubled parents. I became aware that an employer only provides a paycheck and a blind eye to verbal and sexual harassment. I became aware that my body prefers living in humid climates. Who knew moving from Colorado to South Carolina? I had no idea that I really miss the humidity I became aware that I loved Southern gardening. I became aware of how much people disrespect our environment. I became aware that people don't like to visit me. They prefer that I visit them. It just became aware to me. I remember I had, uh, I went and visited someone and I said that statement, I'm like, God, it just seems like I'm always the one who has to visit everyone. And they're like, because it's so hard to get to South Carolina, that was their response. And I'm thinking, but it's easier for me to get to you and harder for you to get to me. Ding, 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 light bulb, right? I become aware that I actually like pimento cheese and tomato pie, shrimp and grits and kale. Yes, I am a kale lover. Anyway, I became aware that I became aware. Becoming aware is one of the first steps um, to beginning an awakening. Because you're paying attention in a whole different way. An awakening is part of well-being. I truly believe that or being the best that you can be. And believe me, it can get super messy and depressing and lonely because when you start digging in and uncovering, and you've heard people talk about, we're all onions and you're peeling back the layers and you're peeling back the layers. And it's true. It's very true. How many layers of crap do we build upon ourselves? I know I've done it in the past. Well, I also believe it's not one and done. A journey is not an awakening is not a one and done like I'm awake. No, no, it's a journey. I mean, life is a journey, right? I believe the journey of awakening only ends when we die. Or if somebody chooses to stay where they are and turn a blind eye to life. And unfortunately, there's many people who just want everything to be a certain way every day, constantly, and that's fine. You know what? It works for them. It does not work for me. But this pandemic has afforded many of us to take time to pause and reflect and wake up in a whole new way. I am hearing some beautiful, beautiful things from friends, families, and clients, and it's awesome, absolutely awesome. So, just for today, what are you aware of in your life? You might want to go get a piece of paper and a pen, a journal, and start making a list. What are you aware of? Try it, give it a try. I know my list is different than what I wrote a year ago, but remember your list can't have all unicorns and rainbows and butterflies and oh, it's all so perfect and pretty. You've got to get yucky. What are some of the other stuff? What is some of the other stuff too, right? Well, thanks for joining me today. I think that's really all I have is becoming aware. I, I just give it a try. Give me a call if you need help with peeling back some of those layers and understanding how to peel back the layers. It's one day at a time. It's one moment at a time. It's one thought at a time. You might get one thought written down and write about that thought for six months just to become aware of what the lesson is. And it's okay to do that because it's your life. It's your awakening. It's your journey and enjoy it. But I really hope you can pause and become aware. And remember, you don't have to do it all. You don't have to be it all for everyone, but you do have to do it all and be it all for you. So thanks for joining me today. If you need help connecting again with your energy or releasing discomfort or pain, please feel free to give me a call. Drop me a line. Um, you can find all of my information in the show notes. And if you like this episode, I would love it if you would subscribe and check it out every week and feel free to send this to a friend. Somebody else might be able to connect with this episode and leave me a review or drop me a note on Instagram or Facebook or in my email. Well, until next time, shift today into a greater tomorrow.